I'm Jen Schrader, and this is Behind the Springs, conversations with the people working for you in Colorado Springs, Olympic City, USA. A new campaign is underway in our city, and it's called Keep It Clean COS. It's a way for us to direct more funding and renewed effort on the cleanliness of our community. But it's not as if this is like a whole new concept around here. Um, I am really excited to have Jerry Cordova on Behind the Springs today. He is a specialist with our stormwater enterprise, and his job includes a major focus on keeping things just looking good around here. So, Jerry, thanks for your time today. Absolutely. Thanks for the invitation. Thanks for being with me. And first of all, give us a little background, our listeners a little background on your career at the city, what you do on a daily basis, and that might need to include what is Stormwater Enterprise, because I know a lot of folks are, are not familiar. Certainly. So I'm the Stormwater Specialist for the Stormwater Enterprise, and that means that I get to do education and outreach for our group. So I meet with K-12 students, as well as other academia and professionals, adults, um, throughout the year. They're doing classroom presentations, talking about stormwater pollution prevention, how that improves the water quality and overall health of our watershed, and which leads to the Gulf of Mexico. So everything we do is definitely connected to the Gulf Coast. Wow. And so you've been doing this how many years? At this this is, uh, I think, five years now. Okay. It's flown by, right? Yes. Yes. And so um, you're working a lot with K through 12. What, um, give us kind of the, the stormwater overview that you usually give them. As I know a lot of residents hear the word stormwater a lot, but they may not be familiar for what that really means in our daily life. Yep. Um, so I would say that the formal definition, you know, is, is pretty boring and pretty dry. It's nothing that really excites folks. But what does relate to everyone is that whatever's on the land goes into the water. Right. And so everyone can understand that concept. If we have a storm event, whether that's rain or snow, that's going to melt and run off the stormwater runoff through our storm drains and go directly into the creeks. Mostly the fact that stormwater doesn't get filtered or treated before it enters those creeks. So that's an opportunity for everyone to take action. Okay. So what kind of action do you have these students taking and other volunteers um, to keep things clean. Yep. So they learn about the history and context of our region, uh, how it's changed our arid environment uh, with urban development and the changes that we've seen through our city and the increases in stormwater runoff. After they learn about that, they're usually pretty motivated to do something. So a lot of those folks will do litter cleanups because that's something everyone can do. It's universally accessible to everyone and it's something that you can see an immediate result from. So if you do a litter cleanup in your neighborhood, along your neighborhood park or in a trail or other public space, it's really easy to tell the difference when you've removed a bunch of single-use plastics and other litter and trash from that area to the before and after pictures that are um, quite remarkable. And I mean, that's sort of what this whole campaign is about. We're saying keep it clean COS, and we're sort of building on what's already being done in the city. So um, can you talk about you know, people are like, oh, that's maybe thinking, oh, that's nice. And people are doing these cleanups and that sort of thing. Um, you know, I'm not really into that, but I'm glad other people are doing it. But talk about why it's such a big picture issue. I mean, it, it literally affects everyone in our community. Absolutely. So um, kind of pre-COVID to kind of get to a normal, uh, you know, benchmark, we had over 102 events throughout the year, which literally means that there were two a week going on on average. Uh, with over 3,000 volunteers who participated, and they picked up over 70,000 pounds of trash. 70,000 pounds. 70,000 wow. pounds. And most of that is single-use plastic, styrofoam, 
uh, just normal windblown litter, things you would find as you go through. And where are they picking this stuff up? Everywhere. I mean, are they, Everywhere. they're in parks. They're yep, that could be in a in neighborhood. Waterways. We have a lot of groups like the Aberwild Improvement Society who does neighborhood cleanups, um, but also along the parks, trails, and open space, um, which are where the waterways are. They're adjacent to that area. And so it really is the public spaces that they're cleaning up. Mm-hmm. And it makes a huge difference. Every little bit helps, or as I like to say, uh, little choices make big differences. That's for sure. And and it you know it's one of those things too that just quality of life for the people who live here, and then for our visitors, it's just a, a more beautiful place, right? To drive and walk around. Absolutely. You're not seeing that litter on the side of the road. You're not seeing it um, in the parks and open spaces, and it's a more pleasant place to be in addition to the environmental impact. Absolutely. And it takes everyone to do that. We have a lot of city um, programs who work on that with neighborhood services. We partner with them. Uh, Keep Car Springs Beautiful has been a great partner. The Parks Department, Adopt-A-Park, Adopt-A-Trail has been wonderful. So we try to collaborate as much as we can to impact the most uh, area that we can. So whether that be in the neighborhoods, which are really the building blocks of the community, or larger neighborhood parks, open spaces, it's just everywhere. And we really do have a lot of a lot of different city departments working on it and working together. But it is one of those things that's like we can't it can't just be us that's doing right. it. So we really need people to volunteer. Um, how do how does someone go about getting involved? Yep. So if they want to do this, um, we can do that through a formal adoption of our Adopt a Waterway program. Okay. Uh, of course, visiting the website to get some basic information. Um, but there are annual events that we do every year. There's spring cleaning, which a lot of people are in the mindset for. And we happen to partner with the Great American Cleanup, which will take place Saturday, April 30th from 9 to noon. We'll be leading a group at America the Beautiful Park, but that takes place throughout the watershed. It's everywhere in the city. Uh, City Serve is a big part of that. They bring hundreds of volunteers to that event. So um, that's great partnership as well. So it's simultaneously happening at different locations. Yes, there are multiple. I don't know the exact number of locations, but it's probably 30 to 50 locations throughout um, the greater city and county that that's taking place. Awesome. Um, Making a big dent with that one. Yep. So individuals, families to, you know, organizations who get involved so they could do the Great American Cleanup, which is around Earth Day. The Adopt a Waterway program throughout the year. We also have trash mobs. A lot of folks will contact us and say, hey, we were out riding the bike or walking the dog in a different part of town, and we noticed there was a bunch of trash. Can we do something about it? And so that's how we came up with the trash mobs was a way to allow people just to do a one-time cleanup at a location of their choice and within an hour, kind of get that, you know, cleaned up and fixed. So it's quick, but it's impactful, right? right? Yeah, many hands lighten the load. So we do our best to um, promote that on social media and contact other volunteers who express the same interest. And then we can, you know, get everyone together and do a little mini cleanup that actually makes quite a big of difference. That's kind of fun too, yeah, right? I've fun. seen your pictures. Absolutely. It looks yeah. like a lot of fun. I mean, what kind of feedback <laughs> do you get from some of your volunteers, whether they be, you know, the folks that keep coming back or your first time volunteers, what do they, what do they tell you? I think a lot of them are, one, surprised that they noticed something, and then, two, that other people are interested as well, that it's not just them who wants to, you know, fix the the issue or make a dent, make a difference. And so um, they're excited, I think, proud that other folks are standing up, too. And we've had tremendous surge in volunteerism. It's been remarkable to see the number of groups that had formerly adopted or were involved and then where we're at now. Um, five years ago, roughly when I started, we had 25 organizations who signed up for the Adopt a Waterway program. And up to 2019, there were over 80. 
Oh my gosh, what an amazing increase. Huge increase. That is really great. What yep. do you attribute that to? I don't I don't know what, but uh, obviously growth in the city, but also just <laughs> right. maybe word of mouth and people hearing that it's a yeah. great way to get involved. I think a lot of it is talking about the issue right. in, in a positive way. Mm -hmm. That instead of going out and doing a cleanup uh, in the neighborhood or um, you know, whatever space you might be in, typically a government employee would wear the yellow jacket or a vest and go out and do the work and you might look like you're court appointed, but if you're smiling and having fun or maybe put on a costume and get creative, pretty soon other people join in. And when right. they see the social media posts, they want to do that too. And it just feels good to be part of the solution. Absolutely. You know, we all know it's a problem and it's not going away. Unfortunately, there's always going to be trash to pick up. So right. um, it's one of those things. I mean, you've got to be one of those people that um, you're always picking up trash everywhere you go, right? Yeah. I am. Yeah. yeah. It's nonstop. So those are I mean, you can programs. do that too, right? You're walking Absolutely. down the street, you're walk you're going through a walk in your neighborhood. It doesn't have to be an organized event. It can be an everyday mindful practice. Definitely. Yeah. And and speaking of this keep it clean COS campaign, I should mention, um, you know, is definitely backed and supported by our mayor who has sort of a pet peeve with litter around the city and is also one of those right. people that is picking up trash as he's walking downtown or wherever he might be um, because it's just something that gets under his skin and he wants yeah. to be part of the solution as well. He's been at many of our events through the Great American Cleanup or whether it's Creek Week in the fall, an event. Uh, so he truly leads by example. Yes. Yeah, that's great. So what are you looking forward to most in terms of what's coming up and I should give people the website. We're going to kind of house everything at coloradosprings.gov slash keep it clean. So that's a great place for uh, folks to go if they want to get involved, if they want to learn more about Creek Week or the Great American Cleanup or other other organized events or just ideas about how individually they can make a difference. But, um, you know, do you have a favorite event? You can't pick favorites probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to put you on the spot. But. Yeah. Uh, every year I look forward to the Great American Cleanup. Yeah. It's, you know, a new so year. big. Yeah. So right. Big. It's springtime. The um, the grass is starting to show its, you know, greenery and the uh, buds in the trees. And so it's a great time to get out. Everyone's excited and motivated to do that. So it's a lot of fun. So that's a good kind of initiation for folks to try Absolutely. out for their first event. Yeah. yeah. The Great American Cleanup. That's April 30th, you April said. April 30th, right. And it's okay. a chance, like I said, for individuals to come out, families, and then the organized groups who come out and support that event. So it really is remarkable to see that happen in the community. And this, um, this initiative that we're beginning, I should mention is a $2.7 million investment. Um, that funding is going to cover new equipment, staffing, a lot of our public works employees are going to be out on the medians. And that's another place where a lot of times it, um, we have a lot of trash and debris. Um, and we're going to continue to rely on other organizations to partner with us. And I know that you experience and work on those partnerships every day, right? Those are so important. Every day. It's not just the city. Yep. So I want to make sure that's clear. Right. It, it, to me, it's a community issue. It's mm -hmm. not a city issue. Uh, so jurisdictionally, you know, it's quite large. Uh, we're a 200 square mile city, but it really goes back to the neighborhoods, which are the building blocks of community. Mm -hmm. It takes personal you know, pride and ownership over your areas to do that. So make a difference in your backyard. Start locally. And then expand that to the other trails, parks, open spaces that we have. Uh, and if everyone does that, it makes a huge impact. Again, little choices make big differences. It's definitely true. And and reiterate, too, what that means in terms of the stormwater and clean waterways. Um, just because I don't know that people always think about those things. It's not just the litter. It's also, I know we talk about people about um, when they're raking their leaves, when they're washing their cars. What are some other ways that they can... Um, you know, make a big difference. 
Yep. So around the house or green yard waste is a great way to do that. Uh, there's a big initiative at the state level right now and at the national level to use phosphate-free fertilizers. Okay. Uh, phosphates is an ingredient that is found in fertilizer. It's also found in most soaps and also found in most toothpastes. Hmm. So although it's not on our grocery list with carrots, milk, and go buy phosphates, too much of anything can be bad. So if that ingredient happens to be in those other products and that goes down the drain, then we notice it has an impact. Again, whatever's on the land goes to the water. So when it reaches the oceans, which were directly tied to the Gulf of Mexico, uh, it can have some negative impacts. And so using phosphate-free fertilizers is a great way to bring awareness that um, if you use too much, it can cause some problems. We also do regional advertising through the summertime and into the fall um, with stormwater advertising and with the Colorado Stormwater Council to bring awareness with phosphates, uh, fertilizers, nitrates that are in those as well, the green yard waste. Definitely scoop the poop. We talk about dog poop every day mm -hmm. and the harmful bacteria. You love talking about that. dog poop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? You have to talk about that. Yeah, it's yep. important. Right. Yeah, and I think around the house, especially this time of year, as people get the lawn ready and start mowing, mm -hmm. Uh, you can bag that up and have it be natural compost, just return it back to the lawn or bag it and throw it away. But we don't want folks to take the garden hose and wash that into the street. It can clog the drains, leading to other flooding problems throughout the city. Or again, the chemicals that may be on that clipping end up in the waterway as well. Right. And so um, tell me if, if you can, I know you're making a big difference with outreach and all that you do. Do you have a favorite part of your job? You pick just one, Jerry. Just one. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't have to pick just one, um, but what would you say is the highlight or the most rewarding? I think one of the most unique opportunities we have is through our storm drain art program because it raises awareness of the stormwater issue that whatever's in the land, whatever goes in the drain goes to the creek, but by beautifying our community. So we work with local artists um, to increase awareness and put storm drains, murals on those locations uh, and right now we have over 35 of those. So it really beautifies the community. And we've worked with K through 12 again with different IB programs uh, to some of the artists have galleries on Tejon Street. So wow. it's, um, so some of the artists are young kids and then all the way up to professional artists. Yep. Wow. Yeah. And I've been contacted by folks from uh, as far away as Hawaii to Florida to see what we did, how we did it and, and try to mimic that. And so it's been really fun to share that process and present what we did, our project to the, uh, I believe it was called the um, Colorado, what was this thing called? It's like a national organization. Yeah, we had a state conference. Um, CCI is the acronym. It's a Colorado Creative Industries. Okay. It's a state agency and organization that leads that. And I was lucky enough to be able to present our storm drain art project uh, at that event one year. Yeah. So go check out the storm drains, kind of a funny thing to do, but right. it, they really are beautiful. Yep. It's something you would normally walk over. And then all of a sudden to see those is quite remarkable. The level of art that is out there uh, and the artists in our community. And the goal is to get people's attention thinking this is where everything goes down and right. um, think about it. Yeah. Think about what's going down there. Yeah. So it's a great way to raise awareness and action so that they realize if it's the leaves I swept into the street or blew into the street and you see art, all of a sudden, if the storm drain is beautiful, you start thinking about what's above and below you. Right. Uh, and so you wonder, okay, maybe that's not the right thing to do. Maybe we should do something else. Right. This is great. You're already doing so much and I know you're going to just keep going. Yeah. Right. You're not going anywhere. You're going to keep on trucking, right? Keep on doing it. Yeah. Got a lot of work to do. A lot of opportunities. Yeah. It's a lot of fun.
Uh, well, thank you for all you do for the city Absolutely. and for helping us keep it clean. And um, we hope folks will check out coloradosprings.gov slash keep it clean and see what you can do, how you can volunteer. Even if you can't make it to the Great American Cleanup, there will be plenty of other opportunities, um, even if it's just being aware when you're walking around your own neighborhood. So uh, follow us on social media. We oftentimes do post some of that storm drain art that's just beautiful. Um, so we encourage you to follow us for updates on our stormwater enterprise and everything that's going on at the city. Thanks again, Jerry, for your time. Absolutely. Thank and you. thank you all for um, listening to Behind the Springs. We'll be back with you soon for more episodes and have a great day.